This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome to Bosnia's Rush Hour on this Back to Blue Day here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Later this hour, we will speak with a man that has gained more attention outside of his county than perhaps any sheriff since Joe Arpaio started making headlines. And that would be Sheriff Alex Villanueva. From Los Angeles County. We'll have a few words with him. And I, I want to speak with him about reforms because he is, quote unquote, a reform sheriff. And he's in the middle of a very tough campaign to see whether he's going to keep his job. Uh, he's, he is, he's an outspoken, he's an outspoken sheriff. So can't wait to have him on as part of our celebration here of Back to Blue. Stay with WABC. As you know, 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda are honoring law enforcement officers across the nation today. We've had special guests all day and will continue. Special commentary. 77 WABC, Ramsey Mazda, back to blue. 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. A very chilling and disturbing story to lead off with today. It has happened again. A woman this morning jogging in the West Village over near the piers. She was running around pier near Pier 45 about 5.30 this morning. Stranger grabs her from behind. Chokes her. The woman loses, partially lost consciousness. It is alleged that this assailant then knocked her to the pavement, took off her clothes, and raped her. She finally was able to get the attention a little later after this this, this bastard left. He left, but not before grabbing her, her debit card, her wallet, her cell phone, her headphones. She was able to get the attention of another jogger. Police were called taken to a local hospital. The woman who identified herself as the passerby or who called police told the New York Post that she had spotted the woman with a torn, dirty-looking dirty looking clothes on, no shoes, wearing one sock. The woman was just saying she needed help. She's going to need help for years to come. You know, I don't, you know, these sorts of crimes... They may just be another statistic to you. Oh, another woman got raped. Let me tell you something. This woman's life is never going to be the same, ever. 
I don't think there is enough empathy in the world to really truly understand how a woman must, or a man for that matter, but a woman out just jogging must feel after being brutally attacked, having her body, the thing that she identifies as herself, violated by some animal. I mean, what is this woman, besides the violence of the attack, besides being injured, besides the hurt, the bruises, she's been violated in the most intimate way there is to be violated. At this point, think about it. She doesn't know whether she's carrying diseases that will emerge later. She doesn't know if she's pregnant from this horrible attack. If She doesn't know. Will she ever be safe, going out of feel safe in her own mind, walking out of her house again? Will she be able to resume her life, exercising for her health, listening to music while she's outdoor or whatever she was listening to on, with her headphones? I mean, there's so much to this. And it's going to take years if she ever recovers fully. Years. I can tell you that because I've known a number of women who have been raped. This is a crime when early in America that used to be punishable by death. If you did this to a woman you and you were caught and you, and you were convicted, you were hung by the neck until you died. That's how serious it was considered in, in certain days in our country's history. Now, oh, another woman got raped. Telling you this is heinous. Meanwhile, your governor was on NBC. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She was on New York One. Trying to make the case that the problem with crime in New York is only a gun problem. He says that Lee Zeldin, when he talks about crime, is just trying to scare you. You know, we've had every day in this on this show when we could do a report every day of, of innocent people, New Yorkers, going about their business, that are thrown onto subway tracks, that are beaten, that are raped, that are murdered, that are the victims of drive-by shootings, that are the victims of having their business broken into by these smash-and-grab Groups of robbers that congregate on social media to plan out their attacks on people. And this governor has steadily denied that there's a problem in New York. There's a problem in New York. There's a problem in every city in America. Every city run by Democrats with these progressive prosecutors that were put in place by George Soros. And I hate using the George Soros thing because I think it's a catch-all. Oh, everything, just blame it on Soros. But Soros did pour money into these races to elect these progressive district attorneys. And the premise is that keeping people in jail, by the way, the attacker in this case, the alleged attacker, a homeless man with, I think, anywhere from, depending on the news stories that you read, 19 to over 20-some-odd prior arrests, including 
sexual crimes arrest in the past and yet still on the streets of New York, which is where he was able to to hurt very seriously his latest prey, allegedly. And yet this woman, this 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 unelected governor claims that there's not really a problem here. The problem is a perception problem. It's in people's mind. People are afraid. People are afraid because they see what Democrat policies have unleashed upon the New York area. And it's not just New York. If you go to cities in Jersey, if you go to cities in Pennsylvania, you go to Philadelphia, you go to Pittsburgh, you go to the other cities in Philadelphia, in Connecticut, the same, in New Jersey, in New York, you travel around the entire Northeast corridor, you go further out, you go to Atlanta, you go to Detroit, you go to Kansas City, go to Dallas, Houston, New Orleans, anywhere you go in this country where these progressive Democrats have taken over the levers of local government, you see the same problems. Criminals are running loose on out of control. They're out of control. They are not in the jails. And meanwhile, you have people like this Mandela Barnes, who's running for governor, I mean, for Senate in, um, in Wisconsin, saying, and there, there's, there's, he's saying it. It's, it's undeniable. It's him on tape that he wishes he could release half the prison population. And you say to yourself, well, that doesn't really make sense. I don't really believe that because who would, who's that stupid? They are. That's who. Because they have bought into this, their own rhetoric, that holding criminals in jail is somehow racist because of the disproportionate number of criminals who belong to a minority class. You see, nothing that the Democrats do is about merit. Criminals don't deserve in their minds, such as they are, to be held fully accountable for their crimes because they don't deserve that based on their skin color, based on their ethnic background. So it's unfair to hold them accountable. And they come up with cute little terms that they throw around themselves. Oh, he's a victim of mass incarceration. What does that actually mean? It means nothing. But it's a word that they throw around to make black people think that they are unfairly, as a mass, being thrown into jails. Like this, it's time to go round up all the blacks and throw them into jail. And so we have mass incarceration. But that's not what happens. People are arrested and put in jail based on specific criminal behaviors that they exhibit or are alleged to have exhibited. Now, are there cases where innocent people are thrown into jail? Of course. Are there cases when rogue law enforcement frames somebody? Of course. But those are minuscule compared to the number of criminals that we actually have roaming around in this country. And to base an entire policy on a false premise that somehow or another making a people making people accountable for their crimes is absurd. It's absurdity. But that is what we're dealing with. That absurdity is reality. And this poor woman goes out to walk, to jog this morning, and she becomes the latest victim. 
and you have Kathy Hochul. Oh, well, you know, all this talk about crime doesn't really exist because because he doesn't have a gun plan. This is just absolute stupidity. It's what they tell themselves. Guns are the root of all crime, and until you take people's guns, we're going to have crime. Well, a, that's nonsense. The entire Democrat prescription for what should fix our society is based on nonsense. And innocent people have been hurt. And then, goodness forbid, you do get caught. There's a story today that's a frightening story out in the Hamptons, in the Hamptons. This teenager there, a young young kid there, he's twenties or whatever, young kid, DUI. He killed he killed another young man. This kid had his license suspended. Why? Because in the previous weeks before this DUI killing. He was caught speeding numerous times, was in a head-on collision. He was like a a horrible driver. He gets drunk. He goes out. He kills another promising young man. And you know what the judge does? He just says, go spend three months in jail and pay a $2,000 fine. That's That's what this young man's life is worth, who had his life lost to this little criminal. He Now, this criminal... Is a little white kid in a, in a in a nice suit tie. His mommy and daddy work in upscale, so so he's not looked the same way that some people look at these at these criminals roaming around homeless in New York. But let me tell you something: is criminal just the same? And you have some judge looks at the poor kid. Oh, poor guy! He just got caught killing somebody else due to his own stupidity and repeated negligence behind the wheel, let him sit in jail for three months. Oh, and $2,000. Everywhere you turn, whether it's the judges, whether it's these prosecutors, or these Democrat politicians, everywhere you turn, Democrats are failing America, and they are putting American citizens' lives at risk. Then you add the illegal immigrant part of it, and ho, 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 yeah. Another disaster that they refuse to own up to or control. James Golden, WABC Talk Radio 77. It's back to Blue Day. We're here, and we're coming back shortly. Don't go away. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Finally, I have been asking for the Gypsy King. And here they are bringing us back on WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. I remember the first time I heard this album, the first album that I, this was the first album I heard of the Gypsy Kings. I freaked out. 
the whole album was just amazing. Okay, enough music. We have with us. I said earlier, you know, there are there are very few times that a sheriff in America becomes a household name, at least among the mainstream media. And this is our second time being able to talk with Los Angeles County Sheriff Alejandro Villanueva, who is, sir, you have become a household name in the mainstream press. I've never seen the mainstream press try to gang up on somebody the way they've ganged up on you. And I don't understand why, frankly. And so today is Back to Blue Day here on WABC, Ramsey Mazda, Black to Blue, WABC. We are celebrating law enforcement. So I asked if we could speak with you again, because you have promised reform in the second largest police district in America, and you've delivered. All of the deputies now that you have patrolling have body cams. You're putting them in the county jails. You've banned deputy gangs, and that became state law after you did it. You have promoted a record number of minorities inside the police force there. I don't necessarily agree with this one, but you did it as a reform. You promised and you did it with um, all transfers of inmates to ICE have been permanently banned. But why? Why, Sheriff? Why Why is the news media in this country so hostile to the reforms and you've done other things that you've brought to the table. Well, I think, uh, well, thank you for the opportunity to speak to to your audience. And I will tell you this, the the media in L.A. in particular tilts noticeably to the left. But when you factor in the L.A. Times, it's to the far, far left. And uh, I don't fit their mold. They, I'm supposed to be, a, to be a, a Democrat, for example, in L.A. means you're supposed to embrace defunding of law enforcement. You're supposed to demonize a profession and find ways to basically uh, re- what they call reimagining public safety and social engineering. But, of course, they want to experiment with other people's lives, not their own, because they live in uh, gated communities with 24-hour security, but they want uh, minority people, poor people, are the ones to do without cops, the ones that can least afford it. So that's uh, they don't like the fact that I just speak truth to power, and I'm not afraid to do that. One of the things that you did, and I'm, I'm going to say right on for this, is this blue wall of silence. You said, no, 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 we're not going to have that. There is a duty for officers to report and cooperate with incidents of excessive use of force. And why is it that that's so controversial in so many quarters? Well, you know what? That's the weird thing, because we've delivered on everything that the far left has been jumping up and down about. We've actually implemented them. And a lot of the things we kind of had in our policies, but they weren't specific enough. So we do have now duty to intervene, duty to report, duty to cooperate, whistleblower protection. And we're enforcing all of these policies, and we have good results behind it. That coupled with the body-worn cameras, we're in a good position. The only thing that's left now is I would deal with the unknown, the, the the person, you know, high on meth, you know, with a gun, you know, smash and grab robberies, things like that. What happens when we catch these people? They don't want to go to jail. And that's the, 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 the physical challenges. And then you have that with a DA who doesn't want to prosecute. 
we're uh, obviously we're we're in trouble there because we're seeing the rise in violent crime double digits across the board. We have seen that in New York, where we are. We have seen that. I mentioned in my monologue, my opening monologue today, we've had another woman that was brutally raped jogging this morning. In New York, we have people being thrown almost daily on the subway tracks or otherwise assaulted on the subways. And the governor says that there's a perception of fear here, and there's not real fear at all. It's all about guns and et cetera, but that's that's not the case. Um, why do you think that there's such a disconnect between between these progressives and the rest of us that don't seem to understand how horrid crime really is how it affects people for the rest of their lives if someone in your family would be murdered or raped this is these are not small things they're not just statistics these are life changing horrors and nightmares that affect people for years decades or in some cases for the rest of their lives why is this even um a debatable that these people that the people that inflict these kind of harms on other people deserve to be punished and punished to the full extent of the law. Well, there's that that movement on the the progressive movement. Remember, they tend to trend younger with not a whole lot of skin in the game. They don't have families going to public schools. They don't ride on the transit system. I'm glad you brought up the subway. We had a gentleman here in Pasadena got set on fire in one of our metro trains, not once but twice. And uh, the MTA apparently tried to bury that piece of information. The guy is now in critical condition, and it was a homeless person that set him on fire. The passengers had to put him out twice, and it's a miracle he didn't die right on the spot. And it's just the left is unwilling to admit one of their experiments goes bad, and they have no results to show for it. They want to double down and continue it. And that is uh, worrisome there because they're not based in reality. Their feet are not touching the ground. They have their heads in the cloud. They think everything is altruistic. Everybody's going to sing Kumbaya and play ukulele music. But when it comes to uh, what's happening right now, it's all these 501c3s, the nonprofits, non-government organizations. They're the ones who profit from all this social engineering. They're the ones that have all the skin in the game in terms of getting those government contracts, but they don't deliver results. That, no, they just ask for more contracts. And it's, it's a never-ending cycle here. But the people who suffer are the ones that are not the ones pushing these policies. You're in a tight race out there. Uh, where can people find you if they want to support you? And they can go to my website at alexvianueva.org. They can go to Alex for the number four sheriff on social media. And uh, we got five days left in this campaign, and we're in good shape. And anyone wants to donate, we're going to keep spreading our message. And we're here to maintain law and order, serve the community, and we don't care about who gets arrested. If you're doing bad things, you should expect to be arrested and be held accountable for your conduct. There's nothing racist or discriminatory about that. It's just practicality and just trying to keep people alive. Sir, I am so honored that we've had a second chance to speak with you. Um, you, by the way, you're a Democrat. You're the first Democrat that has been elected sheriff in 138 years in Los Angeles County. And yet these progressives, just like you said, I mean, I don't understand. You have implemented everything that you said you were going to do. And yet there is still this, this, this gang-up mentality on you because of it. 
<laughs> I just don't get it. But I hope people hear loud and clear what it is that you're about. Thank you for joining us again, sir. All right. Thank you. I appreciate all the support. And, uh, hey, there's Democrats from the JFK vintage that still exist. We're still alive, and we're trying to survive. Ladies and gentlemen, that is, as we honor the blue here, as we back the blue on WABC today, thank you, Rams, Ramsey Mazda, that is uh, the sheriff that has gained more attention in America than any other sheriff since Joe Arpaio. That is Alex Villanueva. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back. Boston Early's Rush Hour continues right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Sweat and tears bring us back on WABC Talk Radio 77. Well, talking about a spinning wheel, Joe Biden's speech. I see we have a caller on that already. If you want to join in on the phones, 800-848-WABC. Joe Biden delivered... What many people are saying, most, the, the most divisive and, and horrid speech of his career last night, basically attacking you, us, and the conservative, the, the MAGA people again. We are the big threat to democracy. He linked this attack on Paul Pelosi to the January 6th. A growing number of Republican candidates following, he's a warning that they would follow in Donald Trump's footsteps and Blah, 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 blah. Um, why am I not playing any sound bites? Because I don't care what Joe Biden says anymore, frankly. And by this time next week, it should become evident that Joe Biden's a lame duck president. And the hope is that Republicans can unify to block everything that he wants to do. And in fact, in 2024, start repealing some of the things that have hurt this country greatly. You know, there was yesterday, we didn't mention this either yesterday, um, it was all over the place, this tweet that they put out trying to give Joe Biden credit for the increase in Social Security benefits that are that are happening around the country. Well, that's because of inflation. It is, And they fact-checked him on Twitter, which must have been a total surprise. Because, you know, liberals, Democrats, I mean, that Twitter was their go-to. They could just block Republicans 
block conservative thought, and anything liberals put out, just go with it. But they actually got fact-checked, and the White House took it down after embarrassingly being called out for creating the inflation that led to the Social Security benefit hikes. There are some other sound bites. I want you to listen to what happened on The View. This is this Sonny Hostin woman. Probably one of the most, I mean, between she and Joy Reid and this Tiffany Cross woman. <laughs> anyway, listen to this little remark from The View's Sonny Hostin. What's also surprising to me is the abortion issue. Um, I read a, a poll just yesterday that white Republican suburban women are now going to vote Republican. Why? It's almost like roaches voting for raid, right? It's. So if you are a white woman, if you happen to think about voting Republican, you are like a cockroach. That's who you are. You're a cockroach, and you're voting for raid. You're voting for something that will kill you, according to this woman. We also had, cut two, a California professor, an ex-CIA staffer. This woman was a member of the CIA. So you've heard what we should think of white women who dare go against the liberal agenda. You white women, you're like a bunch of cockroaches. Now let's get on it and find out what we should think of white men. These are not studies that were done on the United States. These were studies that were done on over 200 different civil wars that we've seen around the world. And if you apply that to the United States, you also see similarities. Um, the, the, we've, we've seen a, a, a significant rise in violent extremism since 2008. Some of it's been on the left, but the vast majority of it has been on the far right. And it's been perpetrated almost exclusively by white men. Um, and again, if you look Look at the history of the United States. The group that had been dominant since the very inception of our country were white men. They also tended to be um, Christian, and they are losing that position. It's no longer guaranteed that you're going to get into the best schools or get the best jobs or, or have um, you know economic security your whole life. Suddenly, there's a lot of competition out there, and you see a subset of this population becoming increasingly resentful, angry, and they truly feel that this is their country and that um, they're being patriots by by saving what they believe is the true identity of this country, and they're willing to use violence to do So Christian, so I'm sorry, white women, if you don't go along with the progressives, you're a cockroach, and you're going to vote for raid. If you're a white man, a Christian man especially, you Christians, y'all are losing your country, and you want to start a civil war. Because you're unhappy because now you can't get the best jobs. You can't do what you use. can't get in the best schools anymore. So now white people, I guess that leaves the white transgenders as the only safe group, the white non-Christian transgenders. Everybody else, if you're white, you're the problem. You're a white woman that doesn't go along with the liberals. You're a cockroach. If you're a white Christian man, you want to start a civil war because you can't stand anybody else playing in the sandbox with you. That is what the left is telling you as we go into this election season. And Joe Biden 
is just echoing it. He's just putting another name on it, saying if you're a Republican, if you're a Republican, if you're a conservative, and you're going to go against Joe Biden's policy that have led to economic ruin and no time flat in this country, why, you're MAGA and you're trying to destroy America and trying to destroy American democracy. These people are hateful. They are racist. They are bigots of the first order. James Golden, A.K. Snurley, coming back. You want to join in on the phones, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Coming back right after this. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. James Golden on WABC with Randy and Heavy D. I knew that. Quincy Jones produced this one. Let's head to the telephones here. Well, you know what? Wait, before we do, I just want to run through some headlines. Lisa, pay attention. Shepard Smith has um, a show on CNBC after he left Fox. Today there's been an announcement that uh, CNBC is going to wind down Shepard Smith's nightly newscast. Now, it might surprise some of you to know that I actually like Shepard Smith. I don't like the reporting he did on Donald Trump. I think that he infuriated so many of us with the way that he handled Donald Trump. But that doesn't have anything to do with whether I like the guy, Shepard Smith. And I do like him a lot. I've met Shepard a few times. <clears throat> he's, a, he's a good guy. And I'm just, I, I hope that Shepard shows up somewhere else, and I'm wishing him the very best. And if we, you know, I'd love to hear from Shepard one of these days on the show. Uh, the same, I wouldn't like to hear from Jake Tapper. His show is flopped, apparently, and he's going to be taken off that show. His ratings deficient. This is from Biz Pack Review today. His ratings deficient primetime show is being officially canceled. After the midterms, he's going to return to his old show on CNN with egg on his face. He'll be on at 4 o'clock opposite me, and I hope we crush him every day. 
Uh, <laughs> Jake Tapper. There's a long story in the Washington Post today. Princess Di and I chatted with this over text. Democrats count on a huge black turnout, but has the party delivered in return? It was written by Dan Balls. Now, Dan Balls doesn't know anything about black people. Or his limit, his, there are limitations, I should say, to his knowledge. And he's some sort of expert, I guess, on black people now over at the Amazon Prime Washington Post. Of course, they pick and choose which ones they're going to put in for comments, so it's the usual. But I'm going to hold on to that story. Maybe Princess Di and I will go over it one day. Obama was speaking in Arizona. He was rallied. I love this one. <laughs> he was ranting about Republicans as usual, and he says Republicans want an economy that's very good for folks at the very top, but not always good. so good for ordinary people. And somebody in the crowd like, like you, you're one at the very top. And, of course, Obama got hackled by it, by the heckler. And, whoa, 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 settle down, settle down, whatever. It was a, just a great, funny moment. I mentioned that criminal with this horrible rape in the West Village. 29-year-old man, 18 arrests, wanted for two other sex attacks. He's out. He's out. This is a perception, according to Kathy Hochul. It's not real. It's a perception. The only crime she wants to recognize are crimes with guns. There's also, Lisa, pay attention to this one. This is what I'm, Reverend Ruben Diaz Sr., president of the New York's Hispanic Clergy Associate Organization, lifelong Democrat. He has some words to say about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She lost me a long time ago when she opposed the 25,000 jobs that Amazon wanted to bring to New York, he says. And he says that she hasn't done anything. Tulsi Gabbard has shown guts where AOC has shown cowardice. I'd love to get this guy on. Let him tell us what is on his mind. With that said, let's head to the telephones, Adam, in Florida. Let's start in Florida with Adam. Adam, how are you? Welcome. Thank you for calling. Great. Thanks, Bo. Um, to add to your music list, uh, Johnny Coltrane, the black Frank Sinatra. Go ahead, Adam. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I want to read you something real fast. For uh, So Kathy Hochul is wrong. She said that crime is up in red states, violent crime held steadily, steadily year over year at 3.8 incidents per 1,000 people, putting Florida below the national, national violent crime rate at 4.0 per 1,000. The Sunshine State did one better when it comes to reporting property crime, reporting 17.7 incidents per 1,000 versus 19.6 nationwide. So she is a liar. Let's go, Lee Zeldin. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Let us go to Stanhook, New Jersey. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing well, and also uh, the Gypsy Kings, the um, maybe Saturday show you could play, their version of My Way is awesome. Yes! I love the version. Yes! Me too! Okay. Also, Chico and the Gypsies, a different band, they do that with Pat Florio, who does amazing vocals, and they kind of flip it where they make it like a happy a party song instead of a somber, serious song. 
So that definitely listen to the gypsy Chico and the Gypsies my way. And I uh, just want to say the lady who was the professor, oh, most of the uh, violence is from the right. It's exactly the opposite. Antifa, those groups, it's overwhelmingly the summer of love, overwhelmingly on the left. And it seems funny that they don't acknowledge Jared Kushner, who, if Trump was an anti-Semite, wouldn't have appointed his son-in-law. He's the one that got the second chance, passed prison reform. He got the Abraham Accords reform. And when I worked with the local news where Dominic Carter and also Bob Brown files one news, crime scenes in black and Latino neighborhoods, I would ask, do you think there should be more police presence? And every time they would say yes, except once when it was his cousin, the kid's cousin that got busted. <laughs> but they want the police there. They- Amen to that, Andrew. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. Gracie, my Gracie, my Gracie. How are you, Gracie, in Rockland County? Thank you, sweetie. How are you? I'm still in the land of fruit and nuts. But um, <laughs> let me just tell you this. You're 100% right with the view. Those little hostettes don't understand why suburban women are not going crazy with abortion. What, we go get an abortion every day? You go to the supermarket maybe every other day and you see the prices. They are so out of space. I mean, the Kool-Aid drinkers, they hate Trump. They hate Trump. They hate Trump. Gracie, we got to leave it there. Thank you, my darling. And thank you very much to Ramsey Mazda. As we honor law enforcement officers across the nation today, special guest and commentary all day long here, Ramsey Mazda, 77 WABC, Back to Blue. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Remember, the real enemy of any communist society is not the dissident. Its real enemies are the beautiful and the good, each of which answers to a higher authority. Bye. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.